I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rulure Tech Podcast. I am your host, Dan Cavallari. I am joining you from just outside Denver, Colorado today. And uh, today, you know, if you guys have listened to the Tech Podcast episodes recently, you know that just a few weeks ago, I was at Unbound Gravel in Kansas. And one of the fun things about being at races is spotting technology that racers are using that you know, maybe the rest of us haven't seen yet or have limited experience with. And that is one of the things that I encountered uh, with uh, the Super Sapiens uh, product. I saw uh, some some riders wearing these little things on their arms. And I was like, "What boy, what is that? I don't think I've ever seen that before. And so I asked a few of them about it. And, uh, you know, they were... <laughs> A little cagey about it, um, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> and so I started to, to look into it a little bit, and I discovered Super Sapiens, which is a super cool product. Uh, and it's it's one of those products that helps you sort of understand your body a little bit better uh, before, during, after a race. And uh, right before uh, Unbound Gravel uh, went off, uh, there was some UCI rulemaking that, of course, added complications to everything. <laughs> So uh, I wanted to get a sense of what this the Super Sapiens product is, what it does, how it benefits athletes, and also uh, how the UCI's rules have essentially changed uh, the approach to using this product. So uh, joining me today from Atlanta is Gagan Chaudhry, who is the CTO at Super Sapiens. Gagan, nice to meet you and thank you for joining me. And nice to meet you and thank you for the opportunity. Of course. Uh, Gagan, let's start really basic here. Uh, Super Sapiens monitors glucose levels in real time. What is the benefit of that to an athlete? To achieve peak performance, um, athletes are already used to measuring a lot of things. Um, You measure your speed, cadence, and, and whatnot. But one of the key ingredients is your current fuel level. And um, people have measured that after the fact, before the training, after the training, before the event, after the event. But this is the first time we are able to measure that in real time. And uh, once you see it real time, your ability to kind of react to that uh, is extremely powerful. Each person's body responds slightly differently to, to fueling strategies and the exact level of fuel and what fuel you start the event with. 
um, and, and having to sustain that peak performance throughout the event, especially for high endurance events, uh, is extremely important. So that's, that's what the Super Sapien ecosystem brings to you, gives you real-time visibility into the current fuel level inside your body. And we have a bunch of other education material inside the app that tells you how to kind of make sense of that and how to react to that. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because I think as athletes, we all have read and sort of understand the basic guidelines of how you fuel for a long race. But, you know, we hear this over and over again, that everybody is different. Every, every person, the way they react to certain fuels is completely different. And so this actually offers hard data for people individually to understand how fuels are affecting their body. Uh, and, and, could it actually like indicate to me when I need to eat? Is that something that it can do? Yeah, it can certainly give you hints uh, about when to fuel, how to fuel. The system is not at the place where it will make those recommendations to you at an individual level yet, but it will steer you towards those actions. And uh, w- one thing I want to find out, the, uh, it's kind of obvious to, once you start looking at the real-time visibility, it's kind of obvious to know when you're uh, low on fuel. But the uh, interesting thing we have found from our athlete is the reverse of that is also very powerful. As in, when you feel like you're low on fuel because, you know, maybe you fell down and you got back on the bike or or you had an event that, you know, mentally you feel weak, you feel like you're not going to make it, and then you look at your watch and you see real time that you're perfectly fueled for to finish the event strong, that also lifts up your spirit and the, the system works that way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's sort of a, a crossover between the physical adversity you face in a race and the mental adversity you face in the race. And it's sort of like real time checking your, your own equipment, your own, <laughs> your own internal equipment to make sure that it's prepared. Yeah, and to, to go back to your question, you know, carb loading, we've all done it, we've heard about it, and everybody does it different. The, the kind of things people eat to do carb loading is different. Some people wake up at 4 a.m. and then eat a bunch of stuff and say, you know, that's what works for me at 9 a.m. Like, people do different things, even for something uh, so widely adopted as carb loading. But how do you know what kind of food your body reacts to and how it reacts to uh, especially for the event you didn't perform so well, you have the opportunity to go back and look at it now that you didn't before. Mm-hmm. Can you just really briefly, I think we need to kind of take a step back and just, you know, understand what glucose is. Uh, you know, the OSE ending obviously indicates it's sort of a, it's a sugar or a relative of the sugar. So can you give, give me a sense of what glucose is and why it's important to athletes? Um, it's the main source of fuel for the body um, whenever, especially during intense exercise. There are other fuel sources the body can tap into, but for, for the purpose of the product, for all the exercises, intense exercise, and that's the main fuel at that time. Um, so when, when we are eating, the body can store the, the, the fuel, the calorie in a number of different ways. But ultimately, to get used during intense exercise, it has to get converted to glucose. It has to get broken down into glucose, which you, as you rightly pointed out, is a form of sugar. And then it has to get distributed. That form of sugar has to get distributed throughout the body uh, as well. 
um, and get to the right places uh, and consume at the right time. The, the challenge now is that you have a lot of storage in your body and if you start to run out of glucose, your body is smart enough that it can try to break that storage into glucose. But to do the process of breaking down, your liver and the rest of your system have to work in tandem to break uh, the storage, the fuel storage into glucose. And that also takes energy. And energy comes from a sugar, which comes from glucose. So in order to make more glucose, you need some glucose. And you never want to hit that point. Once you hit that point, you know, recovery is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's, and there's also sort of different phases of, um, you know, creating glucose and maintaining glucose. So there's always, we always sort of break it down, uh, when we're talking about athletes, you know, to pre-race, uh, during race and post-race, um, does, does the super sapiens, uh, set up, address all of those different phases of, uh, glucose monitoring and how so? Absolutely. We, we have a concept of off hours and on hours. Um, so on hours are in the middle of the event and the range of the glucose that you're going for, given your past performance, is different in on hour versus the range of glucose you are going for in off hours. That's essentially kind of how we like to think about it. So all the education within the app, the onboarding is kind of treated in a two-track segment off hour versus on hour. And um, once you have done the workout, whether it was for, for the event itself or, or for the practice, then the recovery part of it is also focused on getting you back to that range of glucose. So the longer you can stay within the target range that you have for off hour and on hour, you, you start to build a mental model as an athlete, try to figure out how do you feel when you go above or below that range and how, how much effort or work you have to put to stay within that range. And you start to internalize that process. And uh, that our, our hope is to get everybody to look at that data from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, we all kind of have heard the term bonking, and uh, that's essentially not having enough of that glucose to, to burn. Uh, and we know what the peak, you know, performance level is. I mean, that's having enough to burn. That's having, you know, the right amount. What happens if you have too much glucose? Um, is there such a thing? <laughs> I, you know, that's interesting. The, the reason I paused it is I don't think anybody has asked that question. I think it's an interesting question to ask. Uh, I, I will have to defer to the, the science part of the team, which, you know, Todd or Phil or Fede could address that better than I can. But from the perspective of what I've seen with our athletes, I don't think there is any such thing as too much glucose, but there is something as the right amount of glucose. You don't want to start by loading up too much at the beginning of the event, because if you do that, like if you just bounce a, you know, two pounds of orange juice or whatever, um, you just raise the glucose level in your body to extreme level. And now rest of your body has to balance with your pancreas working, your insulin working to kind of bring that level to, to where it is not um, harmful to the rest of your body. And sometime your body, because of the evolution of thousands of years, will overcorrect. And it will overcorrect to the level where now you just don't have enough glucose left to fuel that peak sustained performance that you wanted. So 
if you are if you're going with the theory of carb loading or, or loading at the beginning of the event feeling at the beginning of the event you want to be very careful careful not to overfuel so i think so to coming back to your statement yeah there is indeed such a thing as having too much glucose uh, although nobody has put it in those terms for me previously but now talking to you i'm realizing that that is essentially what people are making. One of the biggest mistakes people are making is that. Does the, does the system help you uh, sort of determine what kind of fuels are most efficient for you? You know, I'm looking at the website right now and it's, uh, you know, it's showing a breakdown of carbs, protein, and fat. Uh, is, is this helping users kind of guide uh, them to tailoring their own diet in those ways? One of the concepts the app has is every time you fuel you can let the app know what you just fueled with. Um, and you can also add custom tags to it. You can go as detailed as you want, chicken, salad, whatever. And then later on, uh, you can filter all those events by those tags and start to see personal patterns of feeling and the impact of feeling on your overall glucose range and impact of that range on your performance and how you finished. At the end of every event that you log in the app, you also have the opportunity to capture your perceived feel and your effort. Um, and very soon we will be launching integration with some other partners where you can pull in other data like cadence and distance and stuff like that. And you start to measure mile by mile performance as well. Um, but currently you could do that with Apple HealthKit. If you have any of your um, apps connected to Apple HealthKit, you can pull all that data into SuperSapien app and do that kind of analysis. Um, but right now we, we have the opportunity to tag every single fuel and then track it backward from that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to talk about the actual physical hardware of the system in a moment uh, because I think it's pretty fascinating how you actually get to a place where you can measure this uh, physically, I mean, just how it physically works. Um, before we do that, uh, we're gonna take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And when we get back, we're gonna talk the hardware of the Super Sapien system. We'll be right back. So my name is Oren Peleg and I'm an investor in Lekker. Three things that really caught my eye. The first one is, is they're looking to change the insurance industry which is a very large industry and I think needs change. The second thing is, is I'm deeply passionate about getting people onto wheel. We need to address our congestion and pollution crisis and I believe that two wheels have a massive role to play in that. And the third thing is, I can see a growing trend around companies building on the strong communities that they have and I think Lacquer's business model in the way they tap into the community of cyclists is something that's very much on trend at the moment. Why, hello there. Podcast interruption alert, but I will only take a few short moments to say that if you're enjoying this podcast, you will love the regular magazine. So if you're not a reader already, then you can subscribe at ruler.cc for as little as £6 per month. If you don't speak Northern Irish, that's six times 100 pennies. And for the price of a few coffees, you get regular columns from the wonderful Ned Bolting, myself, Orla Shinoui, 
Dewey and some of the very finest independent cycling journalism there is, all wrapped up in a wondrously beautiful publication. Go to ruler.cc. I'll leave you to it. We are back with the Ruler Tech Podcast. I am your host, Dan Cavallari, and I am talking to Gagan Chowdhury from uh, Super Sapiens, the CTO, based out of Atlanta, Georgia, here in the United States. And we are talking about uh, glucose levels and how the Super Sapiens system uh, helps you better fuel your body, uh, both on and off the bike. Uh, and one of the interesting things about the Super Sapiens system is, is really the physical components of it. Um, now it integrates with an energy band or other integrations. There's an app on the phone, but what's really unique to me is the, uh, Abbott Libre sensor. Can you, uh, can you talk a little bit about what that is and how it works? Yeah. So it's this technology being used in this sensor is, uh, something that Abbott designed originally for, um, disease management type one or type two. Um, it's been in existence for over a decade for a while. Uh, and the sensor, I'm sure you've seen it, it looks like this and goes on your arm and stays there for 14 days. That's how long the battery is. And uh, what it is doing essentially when it is in your arm is it's trying to measure the, your blood glucose level from the interstitial fluid. And it is taking those readings every minute. And if you have paired that with your iPhone or Android app, then your iPhone and Android app can get those readings every minute, fresh readings from your body of your current glucose level into the app. Um, the, the way technology works is to actually begin and pair the sensor with the app. You first need NFC scan, so you have to bring the phone in four inch or closer proximity to the sensor. But once you have done that from there on after, you really don't need to bring the phone close to the sensor for the next 14 days. It can just exchange data over Bluetooth. Um, so if you, if, you, if you always have your phone in your pocket, which most of us do, um, then the data gets sent to the phone in, in real time, almost real time. I mean, I'm happy to dig more into the technology. I don't know how deep you want to go. Oh, I always want to go deeper. I think it's, it's, a, it's pretty fascinating, but we want to make sure it's digestible. But uh, w one of the questions I have is, so does this sensor actually pierce into your skin it does um it's um it has something called a small filament it's not a needle it's like a small hair like follicle um and it that's the only part of the sensor that goes inside the skin um and it's pain free um abbott did a survey with a significant amount of people actual numbers are posted on our website that people can check out but it's pain-free. I've been using it for about 18 months and I never had any issue putting it in or taking it out. Uh, it's a disposable device. Once you put it in, you know, once you're done with it, you take it off and put a new one on. Gotcha. That, that was my next, next, my next, oh my gosh, my next question, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, is, if the sensor is a rechargeable uh, unit or do you just buy a replacement when you're done with, uh, with the, the one? It, it is a replacement and and for that reason we we sell packages we have subscription that which is what most athletes like every 28 days you get a new shipment of two sensors um and some of the other stuff that we sell send you along with it um but we also have training packages if you only want to train for a few months uh on the website you can check out on the pricing page uh, one thing i will tell for for the benefit 
of, of the listeners is currently we are only shipping in eight different countries in Europe. So we're not shipping in U.S. Mm-hmm. just yet. Now, the, the, the sensor itself, as you, I mean, for those of, those of you listening, you can't see what he just showed me, but it's just stuck to his arm. But there's also a performance patch uh, that protects the sensor. Can you tell me a little bit about that? What's, what's the point of that and, and how it works? Yeah, it's just an extra level of protection for high endurance activities. Um, it keeps the sensor in place. Um, you know, simple things like if you run into a door and hit the arm on the side of the door, you know, it, it will give you a little bit of extra protection from that perspective. But also, if you are swimming or uh, doing other high endurance act- activities, that gives you a little bit extra protection for the elements of the nature as well. Um, so that's the purpose of that overpatch that goes along with that. And it, it comes as, as part of the if you buy any of the subscription or any of the packages, you get that along with it. Sure. Do I need that in order to take a shower or can I just do take a shower with no, the you, regular? You can take a shower with the regular sensor. That's not a problem as, as well. The sensor itself is pretty resilient to begin with, but overpatch gives you this extra level of protection if, if you're going to do high endurance activities that that just makes sense from that perspective. We're going to dive into the app in a minute here, but I also want to mention the energy band um, and, and other integrations. Can you tell me a little bit about the energy band, what it is, how it works, um, and then what other integrations you are working on? Absolutely. So energy band is a device like this that uh, we design and manufacture ourselves, Super Sapien does. Um, and it will be in the market soon. We're trying to finalize some final testing and uh, fixing some final issues with it. Uh, But it goes on your arm. And the idea is currently with the biosensor that's on my arm, uh, you always need the phone, whether it's an iPhone or Android phone in the vicinity to be able to get that Bluetooth data every minute and, and be able to take advantage of the data. Uh, But for whatever reason, if you want to leave your phone at home or in the car and you still want to be able to take advantage of the system, then uh, our solution is Energy Band. You can put it on your wrist and leave the phone behind, in which case Biosensor is now able to directly send the data to Energy Band and it will show you your live glucose reading and certain other metrics along with that. Mm -hmm. Is that also included in the general package? It is not currently. That would be a separate uh, SKU we'll be selling on our website. Uh, but we also have other integrations. One of the primary one is Garmin devices. So um, Garmin athletic watches and bike computers can be paired with Super Sapien iOS and Android app. Uh, in that case, you still need the phone. But the benefit of doing that is you don't need the phone in front of you all the time. You can put it in your back pocket or, or whatever, and then you can just look at your Garmin watch as, as you're riding or running or whatever. Um, so that integration has been launched two and a half months ago, and we had a lot of athletes very happy with that. Good. Uh, let's talk about the, the app because that's sort of the meat and potatoes of all of this. Uh, this is where all the data essentially gets processed and presented. Uh, so tell me, tell me what that experience is like now, right out of the box. You know, I, I put, I, I take everything out of the box. I mount my sensor, I pair everything. What am I going to see that's immediately useful to me? And then what am I going to see over time? That's useful to me. 
Yeah, I I think um, Phil sometimes jokes about it's um, first time you see it, it's like a good good party trick where you show your friend this is my live glucose. So it, it is. I think the the point is it's very exciting the first time you put it on your body and and see it, and then you go and have your favorite breakfast or or do you, your favorite run and then being able to see your body's reaction to it. Um, I'm not a high endurance athlete, but I've been trying to pick up more and more athletic activities as part of the team. But, you know, I, I will give a simple example. Like I, I used to eat this favorite breakfast and I never realized the impact of that on my body. My wife is the same thing and she have the same sensor, but her body reacts to it very differently than mine does. So now I've changed my breakfast habit simply because of putting that on. So I think that's the first thing most people will notice. Uh, the impact of feeling and the impact of exercising on their body. Over time, we have a four-week onboarding program within the app um, that is launching very soon that will guide you day by day to kind of gradually understand more about your body, the glucose range, how to feel going into an event, how to recover coming out of an event. Um, And the hope is if you go through that whole four-week long term you start to not only make uh, sense of the glucose uh, and the personal science of your body that responds to it you can also start to figure out patterns that can help you get those marginal gains during the practice that are essentially important to making it or not making to the end of the event Um, one of the phrase i think we we like to say is uh, end your event as strongly as you started it so essentially getting that sustained energy level throughout the event whether it's four hour or 14 hours shouldn't matter you should get it down to a science where you know if you keep yourself within this range and the kind of things you need to do to stay within that range uh, is, is something we are striving for now a lot of athletes already have a fueling program either their coach built it for them or they built it for themselves over the years but seeing the impact of that fueling program on the, on the exercise in real time and then making small tweaks to that fueling program to get you to the other end as strong as you started on this end is the goal. Mm-hmm. I, th- I find the, the food aspect of this really fascinating and the example you gave of, of changing your breakfast. And, you know, I would imagine that almost everybody listening has had the experience of, of uh, eating something and you kind of get that boost of energy, and then you just crash. Um, is this something that that the Super Sapiens app can kind of show you what's actually happening in that situation and, and help you make those changes? Customers have reported that they use it for that purpose. Like, that's not what we are optimized for or, or targeting, per se. Our goal is to stay laser-focused on the peak performance for high-endurance athlete and events. Uh, but, yeah, like, people have figured out the patterns of their bodies and their response to certain foods. In my personal case, like I was mentioning, you know, I I have certainly changed my eating habit and I've heard a lot of people who have. Uh, But that's not what the app is really targeted for. If you look at the UI of the app, once you download it, you'll see the whole education, all the charts. They are very keenly focused on off hours and on hour and um, kind of trying to help you practice better 
uh, recover better and, and that's essentially the ultimate goal but you know i'm not surprised people are using it to do other things yeah so recently uh i mentioned that the uci kind of threw some some water on you guys and uh banned the device uh in competition which means you know athletes can still use it but they can't use it while they're in competition so what is first of all is it is it advisable uh, and feasible for athletes to use it before and after a race, but not during? Um, have you had to make some adaptations for that, or was the system already built to handle that? The system's already kind of built to, to handle that. Like I said, the concept of off-hour and on-hour um, kind of helps you get there. And, uh, you know, this is true of a lot of the technology today, which is, there are pieces of technology that are only available to you if, if you're practicing off-hour. You have all these sensors in your body when you're doing pulse oximetry and, and whatnot, and then you just don't always have that in the middle of the event because of regulation or laws or what have you. So I think that's, that's not unique to this technology. So I, I think you will still find those incremental gains if you practice for a few months leading up to the event and still not, can't use it during the event, you will know. You will know exactly how your body feels like because now you can mentally correlate to a certain number so you can, you can figure that out. But having said that, I think this is, um, this is a big loss for, for because of that decision. Uh, as a company, I, I think we're not really focusing on just one sport. We have other athletes and other sports, so we're going to continue to hone the craft based on that. Uh, but my personal view of tech and regulation and law, not just in this space, in all the industries, is tech always comes first, and uh, it raises a lot of difficult questions, and then regulations and, and have to adapt to that. And sometimes that adaptation takes two months, sometimes it takes five years, but eventually Essentially, I think if there's a demand for it and there's a clear value for it, um, then athletes will have to decide and the athlete communities will have to decide whether this is the right thing to do. Sure. And I think, I think you raised an important point, and that's that you could use this device pretty consistently for months, literally for months, uh, during your training, during your, you know, even you know, we, over the winter training on the trainer, you know, there's plenty of opportunity to sort of build that narrative of, of your own body and say, okay, my body is reacting to these sorts of things this, this way. I need to do this sort of fueling this way and then be ready in time for your competition. So it does, it is frustrating that you don't get that data during your competition so you can, you know, reflect on it or whatever, but, or know when to fuel during a race. But it seems like given the opportunity to develop that narrative before your competition, it's already going to give you the information you're going to need to fuel properly when you're in competition. So uh, definitely seems like there's plenty of opportunity to, to take advantage of the, the super sapiens ecosystem, even with, even dealing with some of these rules. Um, is there anything else about the app or about the system that you think is important for people to know about that we haven't talked about yet? I think, I think we cover the ground to, to the, degree. Um, one of the interesting thing I, I think I would mention is um, since this is so personal that everybody's body have slightly different response, um, it is hard to um, take an example and make claims on how much gain you can get. 
but once you have it have the system in your hand and you've tried it for a while um, the the kind of reaction i get to see from people is, is amazing like i mentioned that i've i'm not a high endurance athlete myself but i had the opportunity to deal with so many of them over the course of last one one and a half year and it's amazing to see when people make that claim and as a technologist it's like I can't believe this wasn't done before. <laughs> I can't believe all these people had, didn't have the opportunity to unlock all this that was already happening in their body and having the insight to, to do that and make those incremental improvement, 1%, 2%, whatever that means for you. Um, and for many, many athletes, that makes mean the difference between finishing it and not finishing it. And, and that's amazing. Uh, and like you, you mentioned, things like you know bonking out of things of the past, and even going back to the UCI issue, you could totally take advantage of the system, even if you don't have, if you're running blind during the event. But essentially, it's a safety issue at that point to some degree, uh, where, you know, if people really bonk, do you want people to bonk? Um, you know, so, so I, I think that, that, that's the thing I would mention to conclude the, the answer that your question that you brought up is, I think it's one of those systems where I would recommend people to give it a shot and um, try it for yourself and see if it makes sense for you. If uh, folks want to reach out on social media to Super Sapiens, uh, where can they find you? We are everywhere on, on Instagram, on, on Facebook. Uh, those are the two primary channels, but we are on all social media. You can search for our name and you'll see it. And uh, for those of you out there listening, if you have questions for me, you can find me at Brown Tie Dan on social media. And of course, you can reach out to at Rulor Magazine to reach out directly to Rulor. Uh, Gagan, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And this is pretty fascinating stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it when it is uh, finally available here in the U.S. Thank you very much for the opportunity and uh, hope your listeners find some value in this and looking forward to hearing if everybody tries this. Right on. And uh, for those of you listening, if you guys have questions, please do reach out. If you have suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover on the tech podcast, we would also love to hear that. Uh, so please do feel free to, uh, to ping us at any time. And once again, and as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.